Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome, welcome everyone to episode 121 of the Retire with Confidence podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And we have a special guest today. This is Preston. Preston was the intern last year and he graduated a few weeks ago and now he's with the team full time. So welcome to the firm. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Yeah, happy to be here. All right. So what do you want to talk about? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought that we'd bring Preston in. You know, we've, we've had Patty and Gwen on the podcast before, kind of get to know, get to know you. Yeah. Let's get to know him. I think that's fair. That seems like a good idea. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. So what do you want to ask him? Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you grew up? Uh, so I grew up in West Bloomfield, Michigan. Yeah, grew up in West Bloomfield. Uh, spent my whole life there. We actually recently moved to uh, Wixom. We're moving again this winter to Milford. So kind of all around this general area. Went through the West Bloomfield School District, graduated in 2017. Top of the class, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, ended up going to Central. Uh, went there for four years. Got my double major in corporate finance and personal financial planning, and graduated mm-hmm. there. And so, what is personal financial planning? Because it's in in my university experience that didn't exist. Right. So we've got the general corporate finance degree, and then the personal financial planning is literally training me for this. So. When I graduated, I was able to, I've taken all the education requirements and I'm ready mm-hmm. to take the CFP whenever I sign up for it. And you also took the Series 65, which makes you licensed for, for work here. Right. Um, and then the next thing is the CFP later in the fall. How do you feel? Do you feel ready? Do you feel good? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Uh, the capstone class that I took this spring for the PFP major, the final exam was was the CFP exam. It was obviously curved because you know hmm. they didn't actually give us a CFP board study material or anything. But you know, we'd taken all the classes and I did pretty well. After the curve, I ended up with like a 98 or something on the final, which, I mean, it was curved pretty well, but. Which means that you got 35% right, yeah. <laughs> right? Just kidding. <laughs> but let me tell you, that, that test was a beast. I yeah. took it in 05 and I feel like every question Every question, all four choices were a right yeah, answer. Yeah. It's like, um, what should you do in retirement planning? Like, max out your 401, fund a Roth IRA, yeah. fund an HSA. And, you know, and I'm like, like yes. Yeah. Not, I can't pick one, right? Right. right. <laughs> so I didn't realize that they, that they gave you the actual CFP test to take for the final. Yeah. I didn't realize that was what was going to happen either. It was probably a month left in the class and the professor just told us, hey, you're going to see how well you're prepared. We're going to find out right now. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, I've, I mean, if I got a 98, I'd be ready to take it the next day, right? <laughs> well, yeah, it was curved. I think without the curve, I got more like a 60, but still all right considering I haven't actually taken the study materials yet. Yeah. So did your decision to go to Central, did it have anything to do with the fact that they offered that? personal financial planning course or did you just kind of come into that when you were there I came into that when I was there actually central 
you know, not to bash on them, I love them, but they do not do a very good job of advertising that major. I was one of, I think there was like 11 kids who graduated with that major. Hmm. Um, just because they don't advertise. I found out about it at the end of my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'd been there for two years going through the finance classes and I didn't even know about it. Hmm. But yeah, very glad I found it because now I've got the education requirements down. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, that's huge. Yeah. You know, as I've been doing some CFP study materials myself, it's a long course. It's yeah. a lot of work. I mean, it took you two years, and it's, <laughs> you know, that's the amount of work that you have to do to get through it. So that's right. what a head start to be able yeah. to go through that program and have that requirement done. Right. So after your sophomore year, you found out about this major. Mm-hmm. Was it just like an instant, oh, this is what I'm going to do? Or how did when did the light bulb go off that that was the the right major for you right so I always kind of knew this is what I wanted to go into you know even going into college I thought this is what I wanted to do and then I so there's registered student organizations for each major I was in the corporate finance one and they had a joint meeting with the personal financial planning one and that's how I found out about it was by luck I happened to be at this meeting and while the president of the club was talking, I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want to do. And then when I started taking classes my junior year, I was, you know, every class I took, I was even more enthralled. I was like, this is exactly it. So in the winter or winter spring of your junior year, you emailed me. Yep. Okay. So how did you, how did that decision come to be? Like, start investigating internships in your junior year right so I mean at Central you know they always told us get an internship get as much experience as you can because that's what employers are looking for so I applied to a few places interviewed with some you know some offered me positions some didn't the ones who offered me I was like you know I didn't really like how the interview went I didn't really think it was a very good fit so I just started googling I think my exact search was something like financial planning near me and peak popped up on the Google search. They had That's a, because we're number one on the Google search. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. They had like 55 star reviews and I just thought, wow, what a great place that would be to work. Emailed you <laughs> and... <laughs> Wait, so you had already interviewed other places yeah. before you came to see us? Yeah, I'd interviewed with uh, probably four places, I think. Three of them were still, you know, I passed the first interview and they invited me to the second and invited me to the third. So when I interviewed with you, I was still like involved in those interview processes, but yeah, I'd gone to a couple. Were those uh, Southeast Michigan or were those Mount Pleasant? Southeast. Yeah. There was one in Troy, one in Southfield, and I forget where the other was. Oftentimes people will be interviewing financial planners for their own plan and investments and and they'll also choose us. Yeah. So, you know, just like, <laughs> it sounds like you chose us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I emailed you and Patty told me to give her a call. So I called her and, you know, had a great conversation with her. And she said, hey, February, whatever day it was, come down. So I skipped classes that day to come to the interview. And <laughs> glad I skipped them now because it worked out really well. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because... I actually receive, I mean, not a ton, but people will email me, they're in college, about internships. And I always say, 
I would give a simple instruction, call us. And if they don't do it, right, that right. tells you all you need to know, mm -hmm. right? It's like the, the, the easiest hurdle to jump through <laughs> to see if they can follow instructions, right? Mm -hmm. And you'd be shocked, okay? So kudos for the initiative reaching out and then actually making the call. Right. And like, it's that simple. Yeah. Sometimes it's that simple. Yeah. So even after the internship, you didn't have any, uh, you didn't second guess your choice to, uh, to come on with us full time, huh? We no. didn't scare you off? No, I had decided within probably a month of the internship, mm -hmm. you know, if they offer me a job, I'm taking it. I love it here. And <laughs> thankfully you guys did, so yeah. It's because your mom brought us cookies that one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's interesting because after my junior year internship, right, there was a lot of talk about coming back after graduation. But there was never any official job offer or anything like that. So looking back on my own experience, I didn't, if I knew that it was a good fit and I knew that we would be ready at the time, I didn't want to leave you hanging, right? So I wanted to make sure that, you, you know, that you had the benefit of going into your senior year, not having to worry, right? Because I remember sitting on the porch, you know, at college, having conversations with my buddies and my girlfriend and saying, well, I hope this works out, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. September, October, <clears throat> November. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, n you know, now the heat's on, right. right? I just felt like I didn't want to have you in that position, you know. But anyway, so now you're graduated, right? So how's the graduation process? And now what's your mindset like going from school to full-time career? Uh, so right now, it's it doesn't really feel different. To, I mean, you know. For the last four years, I finish school in May, I work a job till August, and I go back to school. So right now, I kind of just feel like, hey, I'm working the summer mm -hmm. job. Yeah. Wait till Labor Day, buddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, once end of August rolls around, I think that's when it'll hit me that, you know, done with school, never going back. Well, maybe not. Never. You're stuck here forever. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, let's talk about the future. Like, what kind of what kind of goals do you have, and how do you See your future playing out. Um, just. What do you want to share with the public here? We have <laughs> like easily a million listeners yeah, by pressure, sure, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just you know, growing to get as many clients as I can and help as many people as I can is really the goal. That's why I wanted to get into it was to help the individual people. So, reach out and help as many people as I can, so that when I retire, I can look back and say. I did well. I, I grew up in the small town of Hazlitt, Michigan, mm -hmm. and I r witnessed people I care about <laughs> making poor financial decisions. And, and I thought, I don't want that to be like me. Right. I, I don't want to worry about retirement. And I realized I can help other people not worry about retirement. Right. Right. So see how I delivered that? That's about my, my why. Perfect delivery. Right. right? <laughs> so your why is that you want to help people. Exactly. Right? Just gotta work on the delivery. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but that's a good goal, right? Good yeah. goal to, to help as many people as you can. Uh, what else? What else should we ask? Uh, why don't we talk about maybe how how we'll utilize them over the next, you know, okay. months and years and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So you know, Preston's gonna be in in a meeting. You know, it'll be like me and Preston or or Jim and Preston in a meeting. And 
obviously Jim would be leading the meeting or I would be leading the meeting and Preston will be there taking notes, helping prepare for the meeting, helping with the follow-up, uh, offering uh, points when needed, right? And I think that there's a long runway. You know, I think that, mm-hmm. you know, in a couple of years, right, then you'll have a thousand, couple thousand meetings under your belt right. and then you're ready to roll, right, leading the meeting, right? right? Do you have anything you want to add to that, Jim? Yeah, I mean, I just, I think that, and I think you recognize this too, but, you know, in my mind, it, I think it's an ideal way to start in this business, right? To not have to jump in day one and figure out where am right. I going to find a client, right? Who am I going to call? Do I just pick up the phone book and start dialing and see if anybody needs help or what? But I think it's it's a real win-win, you know, for us bringing you here, um, you know, to be able to, to utilize an extra set of hands to help prepare for the meetings, to help, you know, make sure we're not missing anything. Uh, but then on your side of it, I think it's such a great opportunity to be able to see how it works, right? To see right. how the meetings go, to see the things, the conversations that come up and the needs that people have. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. The other places I mentioned where I was interviewing and, you know, maybe didn't think it was a great fit. A big reason of that is a lot of them would tell me, hey, you know, mm-hmm. For the first couple years, if you get the full-time offer, it's going to be cold calling. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of going to be on your own. And, you know, I'd had discussions with you guys, and you had said, when you start here, you're going to be in the meetings and learning and kind of shadowing us. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Nick and I believe a lot in the in the fiduciary standard that, that, that we take, you know, and I think that it, it kind of all wraps in together, right, where we don't put you in a position where you're, feeling like you got to hurry up and sell somebody something so you can pay the bills next month, right? We put you in a position where you can come in, learn the bit, learn the business, learn how to how to meet the, the client's needs the best that you can and do that without, you know, the big pressure hanging right. over your head. Right. Yeah, and we're, the only thing that we're selling is our advice, right? Mm-hmm. We're selling ourselves. Yeah. We're not trying to sell any products. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference between some firms that that do. You know, like yeah. I got to share this like one of my former uh, coaches just retired and went into financial planning, or uh, you know, financial planning with air quotes. <laughs> and uh, in the Facebook post, it said, "Let me find the products that are right for you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that's the worst thing you can say. I'm like, that's just yeah. the wrong mindset. Right. You know, <laughs> it's awful. And I just mm-hmm. got a chuckle out of that. Yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah, we're happy to have you on the team, and we think that I'm glad to get positive feedback from you uh, but I think that this runway will be great and yeah I think that uh, I'm really happy right so mm-hmm. you know what else uh, we good what else you want to share uh, what's your what's your favorite color <laughs> orange well, what's the That's first unique. thing what's the first thing you're gonna buy when those paychecks start coming in uh, well, have my a, plan, a consistent paycheck for once right. in life, right? My, uh, my plan was to give myself an Apple Watch, but my girlfriend got that for me for graduation. Oh, so, nice. You know, took that off the list. So, I don't know. I'll invest in my Roth, I guess. Roth 401, <laughs> yeah. Roth IRA, HSA, <laughs> save for that down payment, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Saving for the house in a year or so. Hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. There you go. I hear good things about downtown Plymouth. Yeah. I hear it's pretty expensive, though. <laughs> okay, well, Preston, uh, we affectionately refer to as PG. Uh, welcome to the team officially, and thanks for joining us on the podcast today. 
You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.